Welcome back to another episode of Relative Reaction. Hello, hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. And I'm Mama Bryn. And we are excited to have you here for yes, episode yes. 13. Yeah! Lucky 13. Mm -hmm. No signs of trisdecophobia here, <laughs> which is the fear of 13. I'm sure that's probably pronounced very wrong. <laughs> Much like Italy, I consider it a lucky number. Having worn it on my jerseys when I was in school. Yeah. And I even got married on Friday the 13th. Yep. Johnny Cash's first released song was called Number 13. In some places like Argentina, Japan, and Niger, it's the age of consent. Oh. Which surprised me because I'm thinking that's really, really, wow. really freaking young for yeah. age of consent. Yeah, that's, yeah. And there was a couple other ones. Like, there was two states in Mexico, and I can't, there was another country on that list, too, that I just chose a couple, but there was, like, five or six places they mentioned no, that the age good. of consent is 13. My niece is turning 13 this weekend. No, that's not good. Right? <laughs> um, the long dozen... Devil's Dozen, or Baker's Dozen, refer to 13 items. Mm -hmm. 13 wasn't used in Formula One from 1977 to 2013. 13 stripes in the American flag represent the original 13 colonies. Apollo 13 was NASA's moon mission known as a successful failure. Now let's become teens as our podcast has its bar mitzvah for episode 13. Chip, chip, chop, chop. Gonna cut a bar mitzvah, you know. A bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. It's a special bar mitzvah. The bar bar mitzvah. How are you doing this week? Mazel tov. <laughs> That's <Okay>. wonderful. That's <laughs> fucking great. That was the best answer. I'm doing awesome. I know you're a huge baseball fan. Are you getting excited for the close of baseball, getting into the playoff run? Part of me is. Part of me not so much. Because along with being a baseball fan, I'm a Pirate fan, and yeah, so I'll be watching the other teams, how they're playing. Well, you can root for mine, the Braves. No, no, I can't. I don't know how far they'll go, but <laughs> probably not past the first round. They have a really bad trouble. Atlanta in general, if you notice any Atlanta team, always does really good until the playoffs. When we had hockey, when we had the Atlanta Thrashers, they were known to always be in the playoffs. They always made the playoffs first round out. Yeah. The Hawks do it almost every year. First round out. And we won't talk about that Super Bowl loss with the Falcons. I don't, I'm, not, I'm just going to go with it's the Falcons. It's too soon make it even now. now. <laughs> it's still too soon. I make sure I, I forget about that day a lot. <laughs> that day hurt. I think all of Atlanta wants to just forget that even happened. I I'd felt bad for them. I'd rather remember Michael an Vick, I think, fan. at this point. <laughs> Than don't that loss. Don't I don't know. That loss hurt really, really bad. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible. But the Braves Ooh. are looking strong this year, so I'm actually yes. kind of excited to see if they, they make it. See if they can actually make a, a little series appearance. Would be oh, that would grand. be awesome. I don't know if they'll make it that far, but that would be grand. That would be. Come and on. And you know, you're giving your pirate shit, and I know that and I love them. they aren't one of the 0.0% to get in, but they do right. have 0.1% on a thing I was reading earlier getting him <laughs> yeah. to the playoffs this year. So it It'll literally has to be and the a prayer, perfect storm. A pig flying, However, Apollo 13 making another they're landing. they one game. If they win their game that on the day we're recording this, they'll actually be 500. 
which I know it isn't a great season, but Mm-mm. it's not as bad as people make it out the sound. And you're like, oh, the the pirates are out. They're no. they're bad. They're That's actually because... still kind of doing five hundred, but you're just in such a tough division. And it... we, if you ask me, we're in the toughest division, and we had an amazing start this yes. year. We really did. You started. I told you when we first started. I didn't think the Braves were going to make it with the way they were starting, and I was like. I think your Pirates got a shot this year. Yeah, they started out like a bat out of hell, man. They really, really did. And we won't even talk about the Kutch thing because that hurts yet. And like I said, I think personally, and I don't care what you actually think. I was going to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I think the National League is harder than the American League. Nah. I really do. Nah. Yeah, yeah, you think the American League's strong? No, I, I, I don't know. I I mean, they both have their yeah. stars and all. Don't get me wrong. I just think the National League has better teams than the American League does overall. I really do. I, would, I could see that. Yeah, I could. And then I'm not even in because you're in the what NL Central. Right. And I think the NL Central is the hardest part of the National League. I, I know my I Braves are the NL so. East, so I, I mean, I want to say, oh, you know, they're picking it through the hardest, but I no, don't think I they think, do. I think the Central's the hardest yes, one out there. I think the Central is the hardest. I really do. I mean, you figure... You and I'm not the, just saying that as a Bucks fan, but I honestly do. No, I mean, you figure you have the Cardinals in there. They might be a third-place wildcard team to make it a decent way into the playoffs. They actually have a shot at making it, and now I absolutely hate the Cardinals with every... Bone in my body. They're my least favorite team in the baseball. However, seriously, I'll that shows that you how... i the Yankees, but anyway. That shows you how strong your division is, you know, as a third team in the Central, and they're still probably going to be the other wildcard team to go in. Yep. That shows you it's... it's I know, it's a little off track for our normal... No, that's a... I, I could get into baseball. I could talk I, about baseball all day, every day. I'm all right in it. I figured it was a good time to start bringing it up, because I know you figure in about two weeks or so, we'll start kicking off the yep. wild card games and really getting into... Who's going to be there, and who you think has a chance, and... Oh, yeah. All the good stuff. That's right. We have an yeah. update this week. Go us. Now, the update isn't necessarily to a story that we were curious what was going to be the outcome or whatever but i thought it was really interesting because just last week we ended the podcast in our last segment and i was bringing up businesses that might fail in 2019 right well wouldn't you know this week right after recording that i was flipping through the news and i was reading and the ceo of steers was making a statement on what he believes is the reason that the company is failing. I'm kind of excited to hear about this. I have now, my own theories. but do you? What do you think is going to be a CEO's response as to why his company is failing? I'm not sure. My guess is something to do with the economy and malls shutting down and Sears and is primarily think, a mall And that's store. what you think a blanket like CEO, businessy right. statement. No, not his statement. He blames the company's retirees and having to pay their pensions is to blame for the shortcomings of Sears and Kmart. For real. He has to pay $300 million a year, equaling near $2 billion in the last five years, and $4.5 billion since the 2005 merge in retiree pensions because they had it set out to a normal pension system like before we all went to 401ks and like 2005, 2006 time frame. Everybody went to 401ks before they had all the pensions, and he has all these people that were, at one time, Sears is the biggest employer in the U.S. Right. 
So he has all of these people that are still alive, now retired, and still on that pension program, or the grandfather did the pension program, that he still has to pay. Damn you and old even, folks. Even when you file bankruptcy, they actually make him pay more into it every year, so that way if the company does fold, they still get they still get their pensions for the rest of their life. Yeah. But I just thought that was, I couldn't believe that that was his, like, official statement for it of, like, I don't know, it just didn't sound very CEO, CEO-ish to me. No, they usually um, have the standard, well, with the economy being yeah. what it is. I so expected to say, well, when the economy hit a low in the 2008 time frame, right. and that was right after our merge, and that hurt us, or even like you said, how... Uh, maybe it would have to do with malls because malls are not faring as well right now. Right. And Sears was known as a mall mall cornerstone. Mm-hmm. But no, no, he straight up just blamed blamed all the retirees. Basically, blamed his employees Always for his bosses. company yeah. <laughs> doing shit. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so that, that kind of threw That's me off. Nice but update. I wanted to throw that update in there. <laughs> I liked it. Just his statement, for some reason, really, really baffled me some. He's still upset that Sears went to just Sears instead of Sears and Robux. He, he's still on that. Oh my gosh, that, that was <laughs> so long. As always, make sure that you go over to our Twitter page. Mm-hmm. I, I set out the link in the description every week, so you can click there. You can look up Relative Reaction. Same thing on Facebook. You can look up Relative Reaction or just follow the link in the podcast. Um, I mean, go to our email if you want to email us, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. We do respond to those as well. I check those throughout the week. And I haven't mentioned in a few weeks, but do remember we're out there on Spotify now too. So if you don't like that one off of Apple or Google Play, I know a lot of you listen through Podbean, which is our host site. And I'm forever thankful for Podbean. They've been doing wonders for us. They're a, a great company to go through. But we do also have out on Spotify now. So... Make sure you're looking us up and sharing us and telling your friends about us. And Word then, of mouth, people. Oh, yes. And then we get to have these cool interactions when you talk to us. And I love nothing more than when y'all comment. Oh, I, yes. I, I love I get that too. so I excited when I see that someone tweeted at us or someone commented on something uh-huh. or posted on our page or emailed us. I get excited about that. Yes. And this week, Larry actually commented again. And I know he was commenting last week as well because we were talking a little bit about his views. Uh, this week on the Frisky Flipper episode, he had commented saying that he agrees that homelessness is, homelessness is on the rise, talking about when you were on the fires and talking right. about that. He said it might be attributed to an uptick in mental illness, so he kind of agreed with us on that. And he wanted to know what we meant when he says there needs to be more money for it. He's asking, do we mean like housing money, therapy money? Mm-hmm. And he also wanted to know how we would suggest monitoring it for abuse. He says the welfare system has been abused, and he wants to right. know how we would monitor it for abuse. So he brings a valid question. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess when I said, that. well, we need to put more money into it, it was almost a, a combination of that in a way. Right. It needs more money think, in general. I don't think that more money needed to go into housing or more money needed to go into therapy, but more so that maybe it's not money. Maybe it's more focus needs to go in there. Money will follow suit. I if think focus people on that, we become... would find the... I honestly believe people have become complacent with homelessness. I can it's agree just that. It's another... just such a matter of fact, and yeah. it's part of life. It's just another ho-ho. You know. Now, what do you oh. think 
how we suggest monitoring it for abuse because that's a good point too. and that I is a good point we didn't even bring that up during no. the episode and i didn't think about that but unfortunately you know people would abuse that oh gosh claiming yes. homelessness and not being or claiming this and not being uh, right and that's a Just very valid more... point that he brought up that i didn't think of no that was a very good point i i really hadn't thought into that and my belief anyway is people are going to try to abuse any thing you have to help the public. There's always going to be somebody out there yes, trying always... to get more of it, trying to abuse it, trying to find loopholes around it. So unfortunately, it's bound to happen. And I honestly believe we still have to move forward, even if that is the outcome, we still have to move forward. I agree. Because, I mean, but, like, and I see his point because we are having trouble in, like, the welfare system. Oh, gosh, yes. There's a lot of systems out there, and uh, I don't know what it's called now, and I know I'm going to get hell on this on the Internet, but the projects. I, I know, what are they, Project 8 or I They Section change their name every other year, I don't, don't they? And I don't mean it in a derogatory way when I say the projects or anything. I'm just, I'm simply referring to low-income right. housing. But, I, like, that's getting abused by certain Sure methods. it is. You know oh, what yes. I mean? And unfortunately, it's all those things that are out there to help, like the low-income housing to help you with young families, welfare and food stamps mm -hmm. and all of the stuff. Which that... gets abused so much. And it, But it's true, and that's so sad. Yes. And I don't want to see us finally do something for the homeless and get abused like that. So right. he brings a good point. So yeah, that he is, does. He that is another an thing to really point. think about. That because I, I don't want how to would, get abused. Yeah, how would and you... I know it's going to get abused to a sense. Like sure. you said, anytime you do something good for the public and you know to help out unfortunately there's assholes out there that will oh, sure. abuse it just uh for instance when obama did the free cell phone so that you could get a job and have you know yes cell that phone was a really use. cool idea I it thought. was an awesome idea way to go then you see you people call interviews because they're doing a lot exactly. of phone interviews and so many things are done over the internet now with filling out all your yes. paperwork and everything so he had a great idea and then you see people with like four and five uh, free telephones. Yep. That one lady was on the news. She had five telephones in her purse. Well, they were free. So what? I agree. No, that drives me crazy. I hate when people abuse things like that. Because those, all of the things we mentioned have such great meanings mm -hmm. and could help out so much. And they do help so many people. Yes. I don't want to say that they don't help anybody now because right. they're abused. They still help so many, but unfortunately, here's what you hear about is these abused cases of people having five cell phones when they're meant to give you one to help you out and when you're having trouble for a job to help you search and help you right. find that new place that you want it to rent but you can't get in contact with. Mm -hmm. it's, it's meant to help and to better you. Right. But yes. it was very good. Good point, I mean, I, Good point, seriously. Thank you so much for commenting and bringing up, like, I, I I know you probably comment the most. We get a lot of a lot of feedback from you. A lot of feedback from Tony is another one that comments a lot sure on his does. statuses and tweets at us and et cetera. But I truly appreciate it, y'all. I, oh, I yes, love very when much. we get these comments. It's, it's fun to have this communication back, and it brings up different points because I truly completely skipped over the fact that it could be abused. In that oh, whole yeah. segment, it, I completely skipped over that. Me. It never hit me. So, all right. Well, all right. after all of that, <laughs> I feel like we had part a of the episode right there. A long way into it, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm sorry. I guess it's going to be one of those those rabbit hole <laughs> days, guys. I don't know. I'm just 
I'm half here. I, I'm tired as hell. I have not been able to sleep. Like, I don't know, Sally, like, I've been sleeping normal. I just, I don't know. I have never been that able to wake up. It took me at least eight hours to wake up yesterday. I, I don't know what it was. I was I was drinking coffee and everything at work. I'm just like, I can't wake up. <laughs> I have not been able to sleep lately, and I am so tired, but I can't sleep. That is so such an oxymoron, yeah. but it's so true. That's why I said I feel, and I mean, I have a different oxymoron than you, but I don't understand why I'm tired because I am sleeping. It's not even like, oh, I'm just sitting there and I'm not sleeping. I am. Why am I waking up yes, tired? Yes, it would be different if I'm just not tired, but I am so tired. I tried that melatonin, and it worked for a little, but... I've been getting a consistent, like, seven hours a night, too, which I know I like more, and I get that. And all my days off, I do sleep more than seven. But on work nights, that's fine, usually. I don't know why, for, like, the last three or four days, that is just not enough. I'm lucky if I get <laughs> I'm four. waking up and I'm still tired. <laughs> anyway, wait. Bef- okay. Before Sorry. we go on again, <laughs> get us into that first story. Let's get us yes, on track please. a little bit this Can week. Can we actually get into the stories? Okay. My first story is California High. California wants to shorten prison sentences. They want to reduce penalties for serious criminals. Senate is supporting this. I don't know why. Felony arrests are down 30% in California since 2014, which is good because cops are making fewer arrests. And when you go and go to the cops and see why they're making fewer arrests, they state that it's because the laws are so soft, they know making the arrest will amount to nothing. Wow. That's kind of interesting. I didn't think, I didn't expect yes. that to be your next point there. That was... Now, if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong, because you know a lot about true crime and all as well. Mm-hmm. Isn't California the most um, populated prisons? Isn't it like, it, it, yes. it doesn't have like the highest number of inmates of any It state? does. It does. Okay. They also do not have the death penalty. Well, no, I knew that. Right. But uh, there's many states that don't. True. True that. That's, that's a uh, hit and miss anymore. Exactly. It's almost split in a lot of ways. But I just I thought so. They have a I knew they had a lot of overcrowding prisons, but I thought they also had the highest prison uh, population. Population, they population. do. Okay. They do. So, since uh, 2011, when California began releasing what they considered low-level offenders, uh, violent crime crime went through the roof. It rose uh, over 18 percent. Um, they need to have more football games on. Hey, hey, thank you. That yes, uh, <laughs> rape itself was up ninety two percent. Damn. So you know, ladies out there in California, put on like a chastity belt, lock that sucker down, clink clink. Okay. <laughs> this act, which is already passed by the House, uh, gives a day off a sentence for every three days that they're good. Okay, I see what you mean. Which, when you say it like that, doesn't sound half bad. But if somebody gets a 10-year sentence for, say, child molesting or sex with a minor, anything like that, usually is around 10 years, if they're good for three days in a row and get that, they'll be off in half that time. In five years they'll be off? Yep, around five, six years they will be off because they were good. Hmm. Who cares if they're good in prison? I want them to be good at a prison. Okay, that being said, 
maybe these having the you know being good for x amount of days you know with no problems in jail Mm -hmm. and you get days off what is that to say that's not helping the rehabilitation progress which is because i'm also a firm believer in the prisons should rehabilitate people could not not just in prison in house now right granted I don't want them out in the public. You mean, they're they're in there for a reason. Right. However, I think that while they're in there, we should work on how they can be a benefit to society, which is one thing I is another reason why I'm a firm believer in hiring convicted felons. Yes, but I do I'm not believe that our prisons need to go out, but background right. search, there's certain jobs that you just can't. If you're a thief, I, yeah. how about not working at a bank? May not be the best job, but I think that there's other jobs that you should be hired for. And it shouldn't just necessarily mar you for life it should it might it's going to hinder every action as a consequence but i don't think it should be lifelong for something that could be rehabilitated i do believe that prisons are there for rehabilitation but i don't believe that a lot of our prisons a huge percentage i would say takes part in it no i would agree with that i mean they say and this is exactly what the senate believes which is why they passed that bill if they're doing good in prison, the better they do in prison, the better they'll do out of prison. So that's their concept, which is why this law got passed. Because, I mean, I do agree that, and they, they say, because I watch a lot of prison documentaries and mm-hmm. it, very fascinating to me. Actually, if little side note, if any of you have Netflix listening, go watch First and Last. It's a Netflix original, just came out. There's only six episodes. It was their pilot season amazing it's all about people's first and last days at jail super super good and it takes place in georgia so where's that <laughs> i forgot where i was going with that already i got so <laughs> sidetracked on the first and last <laughs> i'm telling you this whole week is going to be a sidetrack <laughs> podcast for me i feel horrible rehabilitation this is going to be this is going to be hell for <laughs> listeners because i am so in like a million different directions right now in my mind he needs his medication but no what i was going to say is the fact that they do say the biggest problem in prisons is the fact that 80% of the people that leave are going to be a return customer. Right. Return offender. And I agree with you. I think that's huge. That's why I'm not good on reduced penalties for serious criminals. I'm I'm just not okay with that. For low level, I got to see what you mean. I want a, a paper written out in front of me that says these are low-level crimes these are serious crimes do you know what i mean yes but where do you draw that line because every scenario is so different where do you draw that line do you think that maybe this should now be a part of sentencing your sentence is 10 years with every seven days seven days of good behavior one day is taken off do you think that should be the way it's done because i i have a hard time drawing a line between what a crime is because every scenario was just so so sure different sure i Very could few see crimes of the scenario is not different right murder sorry no different right? i agree there. sorry no different agree there, there are certain crimes but no like a theft I to would... one person stealing from a store is like so and then to another person who owns that store they're like hey that's my livelihood I also get it, and theft is a really good example of where I, how you. I'm curious how you would draw that line because something theft could be something as simple as shoplifting a candy bar, mm-hmm. or could be robbing a bank. Obviously, that I, I think when it comes to like theft, could theft, just be such a, a wide thing. I think when it comes to theft, burglary, and such, there should be a denomination 
Okay, so put like under a, a this price amount, value. low level. Above this amount, high level. Which is how they classify certain ones as felonies. Right. Or if you're, it, like, and of you course, if you use a, a weapon. Felony. However, if you, I think it's over like a five hundred or a thousand dollars is a felony. Yes, and of course, if you are using a weapon in any commission of crime, I think it becomes serious. Yeah, because then it definitely becomes aggravated. Uh huh. No matter that, that's what not the crime low level is. to me. I mean, it's just a personal thing, but that's the way I see it. And I would like lawmakers to sit down and say, "This is low level. This is high." Or serious. I like the idea. I do. Um, I know that's I not don't. necessarily your view. No, I, I really, really don't. I think the, I, I think this idea needs some tweaking. I don't think it should have been passed just yet. I think. Well, it's some... been passed by the House, and then it goes to the Senate. How do you do the bill thing again? Remember, oh, I'm my just goodness. a bill. Oh, I would have to rewatch Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to watch Schoolhouse Rock again. But it, it does something. It goes through, yeah, passes the House, goes to the Senate, and then goes again through something. Yeah, I know it starts out at, like your local legislator. It goes right, your it goes state up. Reps, and they if I believed that there was actual rehabilitation happening in prisons, then I could probably see this. But I don't believe that is as the case. I think rehabilitation can happen in prison. Sure, I believe it I can. I think a lot of our prison system is not helping in that matter. However, <laughs> I just, I like the idea. I like this concept of, and the reason why I, I say we'll that. we'll agree to disagree. I don't know, just, I, don't, I think the reason why I say it is because I just feel like you need to have something to strive for no matter where you're at. No matter what you may have done in your life. Right. And you could have fucked up. I think you should still have the ability to have ambition. And I think that having, you know, that one day off of your sentence may seem so minuscule, but to them can maybe get, hopefully give them that ambition to want to rehabilitate. You know, True. if I do this and I go through this, I could be out of here sooner. I could get out of here. I'm, you know, I could get away from this hell and not look back. How do I get there? Well, I got to do this. I got to be on my good behavior. I can't get any shots. I can't get all these things. I just think it could be very well. I think it needs tweaked some. I would I say more so on many... the good a week of good behavior I think should be a day oh, taken off. Right. I think it's a better I you know amount more than a three to one. I, I don't just think like the idea. I have so many issues with prisons it's unreal. We could go into so many different little caverns of what I feel about different prisoners. I don't think they should be independently owned. I don't think rehabilitation happens. I don't think guards are always good. I yeah, there's just so much I I feel anyway. Have I ever been in prison? No. Do I know? Mm mm. But that's just how I feel. I've only been in prison once and it wasn't to stay. It was just to uh, I had an interview with a warden. <laughs> and what prison? Who was in that prison? I'm a huge, huge serial killer buff, so I must have him put this in there. Who was in that prison that you were in? It was the warden of Arasa State Penitentiary that houses Wayne Williams. Yes, who baby! Who is very infamous for the Atlanta spur child. of crimes and killing young children in Atlanta in the 80s? 80s. Yes. Late eighties. Yeah, sure I've that. I've yeah. read books and that's just awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he is still there. Yes. It will be until he dies. Yeah, many believe he's innocent, but not enough. 
And I have, I, I, I want to preface this, I interviewed the warden not because of anything I did. I was doing a project on prisons and I got the ability <laughs> and I had a great privilege to go and interview the warden to learn about, you know, his life and a, what his role is in a prison. I guess I should preface that of why I was there. <laughs> My son went to prison. Psych. Well, I mean, it was in the South, so maybe that is... <laughs> Oh my, that's interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what y'all's thoughts are on that. Yes, we differ, obviously. I, I I just I could see good in it. I maybe I don't know. Maybe I take too much good in. Maybe I'm. You're usually the half blind. empty guy, but it's nice to see you're half full sometime. <laughs> half full of something. <laughs> so my first story of the week is go with the flow. Talking about our wonderful Hurricane Florence. Yes. And as a viral video has been going across that a lot of you may have seen, I'm praying that you have. And if not, please go look it up. If I remember, I will post it, the link in the description as well, because the video is just so absolutely hilarious to me. However, there was a weatherman. And when I say weatherman, I'm not talking this little dinky side uh, no network. it wasn't like it was for the Smithville, weather channel the weather channel the, right the name <laughs> and he was a weatherman there and he may have exaggerated i guess embellished the, the wind force of hurricane florence <laughs> it was a harrowing looking scene until two dudes strolled casually by in the background <laughs> <laughs> due to the inadvertent camera work of the cameraman <laughs> because and like like i said i'll have to post the link up because if you watch this it's video good. you can see him and it looks like what you would think of with the weather channel he's recording. all like standing he's holding, facing he's, the wind he is and he's kind of standing like on it on an edge trying to yes. hold into it and then the cameraman goes to zoom out to kind of take the the view of all the damage and the rains that are coming in and all you see are these two dudes just walking and talking Strolling. to each other, walking behind the camera and paying no attention to the interview. <laughs> so, I, and then, of course, and I will give the Weather Channel this, they backed him, because after it went viral, <laughs> the Weather Channel actually made a statement by saying, uh, it's important to note that the two people were on cement and not on the slippery grass like, like he the... Was. The weatherman was, and it's also important to and the know that goes he was too. that they were not having to report until one a.m. like he was. So they were trying to make it sound like he was there to one a.m. Like, now also, and here's something that wasn't really in any of the articles, but something that I picked out. Um, they say, well, he's on the grass and they're in cement. It's not like he was in the middle of a field. He was in like a median, like a grass of a median. Right. So my question. Why would you not take two steps to the right and stand on the asphalt? Because that would have just ruined the damn shot. <laughs> that, was, that was my... It's also kind of weird to me because uh, the hurricane, Hurricane Florence specifically, wasn't about wind strength. This no. wasn't a, a hurricane that the damages are coming from and are no. being threatened by wind strength. It was about strength. the amount of moisture dropped. It's by the exactly the significant amount of water yeah. that these towns are seeing. So you trying to exaggerate the wind really isn't doing anything when they're walking by casually in the background and the warnings and the threats are of flooding. Not that there isn't any wind damage. It was still a category three oh, when yeah. it hit land. So it still had strong winds, but the the biggest worry and still to this day, I mean, 
it, we're still seeing effects of it. And I know up in our area, Southwest PA, unless it decides to pivot again, <laughs> is going to be probably pivot, tomorrow night and Tuesday. I know, I saw that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's all about the floods, which, by the way, this hurricane, North Carolina, I want to give a huge shout-out to you, and South Carolina, too. You know what? We're just going to wrap both in there. I want to give a shout-out to you, Carolinas, because you have single-handedly defeated this hurricane with memes. I'm not even a huge meme person, but this is, I have seen some of the funniest oh, memes gosh, yes. come out of this hurricane that y'all have made. And it is yes. awesome. It has made what is a natural disaster in this horrific event turn into something that you can smile at at the same time. <laughs> Thanks to the world of comedy. It was awesome. But no, I'll have to post that video out there. And there's not too much of an opinion on that. I just, I had to share the whole... It just, it was, it was so funny. exaggerated. Then just yes. to have to zoom out and see two dudes just strolling dun, dun, dun. by, having a conversation, like, what up? <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> so, that was mine. Over, before we get into our second stories, um, I want to go into Package Thoughts, because Ooh, yes. I love yes. Package yes. Thoughts. Oh, and this one looked good. This, this is probably the best looking yes. one we've had so far, as far as actual design. They are so pretty. They need to be like on a little gold plate, gold so, charger. As always, package thoughts. We pull something out of a package. Mm -hmm. We try it. We get fatter. We get happier. And Amen. you get to listen to us talk more. <laughs> uh, Brent, what do we have this week? This week we have cake bites. Their slogan is, why make a whole cake when you just want a serving? Which is a good one, but who I doesn't like want a that. whole cake? Anyway. No, I like that. I, <laughs> I just not noticed you were seeing on the package here in the bottom in little letters. It has the, all the cake in just one bite. Yes. <laughs> They're uh, from New York. Uh, they have three flavors. They have streusel, birthday cake, and the flavor we'll be trying, Italian Renba. And these really, they look good, folks. According to this little side package, the anatomy of a cake bite is chocolate <laughs> sprinkles, rich dark chocolate coating, mm -mm. raspberry jelly, mm -hmm. and almond flavor cake. Mm-hmm. Huh. Tell me about it again. Now, the reason why I say this looks the best okay. is because they're, like, cut so you can see the inside. And it's it's the colors of the Italian, or eh, kind of the Italian flag. They do green, yellow, and red instead of but white the, but instead of which is kind of weird. anyway but it's they very look colorful, like shiny. they're about the size of like little petite four cookies yes but i love the fact that they're actually pre-cut in the three yes. little bites so it's like perfect it's like a little trial thing it's meant for us to try it's meant for packaged thoughts it's meant for fingers too i like that yes oh my gosh okay oh my mm. My part, my taste buds are doing a party right now. Mm, mm, mm. There's a bad. party in my mouth. A little strong on the raspberry side for me. Oh, see, that's what I like about but it. But I do love the almond aftertaste of that mm. almond cake. That's really good. I'm, you know what surprised me the most like about this? I could eat like 12 one? of these. This one surprised me the most over how moist it is. Yes. I honestly expect for a this package to be a dry cake because it's just a package, like little. What you would think of like a hostess cake or whatever. I didn't expect it to be so moist. No, it is moist it enough really where you doesn't can like taste dry. hit the crumbs with your finger and they stick together. Yeah, it does not. Nice and moist. I'm not like, usually oh, that when was you good. taste like that, your mouth is dry afterwards and you yes. eat like you ate sand. But I 
That was extremely, that's probably the most surprising part to me. Ah. I could eat a whole bunch of those. Probably not good for me, but what a way to go. Mm. Thank you, Cake Bites of New York! Ow, ow! Yes, I like it. The classic Italian rainbow. What were the other flavors you said they had? Because I know you said they had three. They have birthday cake flavor and yeah. a streusel. Oh, I would try the streusel one. Yes. Oh, I might have to look to see if I can I'm find I'm going to get these one. ones again. That was good. I'm going to have to buy that again. And they weren't insanely priced. I'm trying to remember what they were. They were about they $2, were like $2 or $2.50, right around that area. Yeah. So, I mean, and they you get like three the cheapest, little pieces. They weren't the cheapest snack on the aisle, but they weren't. No expensive and they will definitely cure like if you have a hunkering for cake and you don't want to make a whole cake mm -hmm. so they Especially will do that for people like me like i'm not a huge cake person i am so if i was ever in the mood for cake this would be perfect because that would right. be like a perfect amount for me to get that cure of like wanting a cake and i'd be content i'm one of those people that could eat cake every day be all right mm, with unless it. it's cheesecake I'm if good. it's good cake okay, i just yeah. love cake and I just, I do. See, that's how I feel about ice cream. Ice cream I can eat every day. Oh, There's yeah. never a time where I'm not in the mood for ice cream. <laughs> ice cream is good food. All right, what do we got to start okay. us off with the second Our second, second half story here. is Double Jeopardy. November 4th, 1981, Frederica von Mahlmann from Germany is stabbed 11 times, raped, and then has her throat slashed. Damn. She, of course, passed from this. You don't say. <laughs> Police found a suspect very quickly, though. Ismet H. Knott had an alibi, and there were fiber forensics on him, but a jury had also found him guilty. He went before a jury, found him guilty. They sentenced him to life for this horrific crime. But Germany's government eventually overturns this verdict, and now he's freed and... He's paid compensation for the time that he did serve. Really? Right. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, this guy, you know, there must have been good evidence, right? Uh, he was freed. You don't just yeah. free somebody willy-nilly. No. See, later on, they saved the DNA from the crime scene, and it's proven with all the strides we've made in DNA. Oh, it's yes. proven that he is indeed the murderer of this crime. And it was a horrific crime. It wasn't, you know well, yeah, what I mean? He said he slashed her throat. Right. And... 11 times he stabbed her. It was Golly. horrific. It truly was. And like the U.S., Germany also has a double jeopardy law. Now, because of this law, he has never been tried again. He is out walking free with compensation paid to him for the time he served. They can't even take the compensation away because that's not no. double jeopardy. He cannot go back. Law has made it so that uh, not to undermine, and they made this law with good intentions. The well, double the double jeopardy. jeopardy law in and of itself is a great thing because right. otherwise so you people don't, would be ran through the gauntlet exactly. and never allowed to. And get so their you head don't undermine another judge or jury. You know, if this jury says you're guilty, well, I just want another jury. You can't do that with double jeopardy. And so I understand where it came from, but there's got to be. I can't believe there is not a, a loophole, loophole for this. But yeah, something for this because this is ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm so surprised right now that there isn't something in there that's like a written in small print, you know, of certain circumstances type thing. Many lawmakers think the time for the double jeopardy law has come and gone. They think it's time to take it away 
from the U.S., from Germany. Who else no. has Double Jeopardy? There's others. I wouldn't take it away because, again, like we were talking about earlier with the people abusing things, oh, that would get... Because like you said, well, I want another jury. Eventually, you're going to find a jury that agrees with you. And ex exactly, many feel that way. So they want what... Uh, what do you call that? Not a loophole, like a extension almost of the law. Okay. And what they want is any person who's ever been acquitted of murder to be the exception to this law. Okay. So if you're acquitted of murder, so kind of like if you're doing like a violent crime, right? You to have an exception in there in a gray area that certain right. certain people can retry you not because again i wouldn't Had say this, any lawyer or any person who no. just comes sue you but right. i think maybe like legally the state or country depending on what type of crime you know how how far up it went can retry you i agree with that i think that would be really good and i would say take that out with not just murders but violent crimes in general i think if it's a violent crime that if the law finds something new by digging into this law i found out this was enacted into law 800 years ago. The double jeopardy law? Yes. Wow. I guess part of me... That's before the U.S. Yeah, so part of me does feel with forensic science gaining so many, so gaining such strides in short periods oh of time... Oh my goodness, yes, forensics is gone. It's like medicine. That part of me does believe that this law should be appealed now. I think it's time may have come and gone. Wow. I didn't realize it's been around for that long. Yes. That's just crazy to me. And I I don't know. I don't know if the law should just go away because there is good in it still, I think. But I do agree with the fact that forensics, like I said, is kind of like medicine. It has made amazing yes. strides in the last 50 years. And even in the last 10, they, there's like, been so many great things that have come of it. I truly believe if we had the forensics we do today during the time that Jack the Ripper was about, we'd have them in an instant. Oh, yes. We'd know who, well, where, what, and why. The forensics now of the only reason we finally have suspects for Jack the Ripper. Exactly. And that's as recent as this year. So I think it maybe it's time has come and gone, actually. Wow, that's great. I don't know. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but gotcha. I do agree there has to be something, and maybe, yeah. maybe the only way about that is for the say the law is is no longer needed. Maybe that is the only way. I don't know, because I definitely think there's when you have such cement. And evidence, this is by far the only case. I just picked this one. I mean, there were a lots to choose from. Really? Yes. Unfortunately, where murderers have been set free because. You know, they, they feel there wasn't enough evidence, circumstantial and such. But now with DNA, it proves that they did do it and they're out walking free. That is wild. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny that you brought up someone being set free and everything because it really, really leads into my next story very well. <laughs> Good segue. Which is Lucy the Labrador, the Labrador lawyer. I can't speak today either. I'm on rabbit trails. I'm going <laughs> I am a mess. Thirteen is not not going well for me. <laughs> but a dog named Lucy, which I love because yes. my dog is half lab and also named my Lucy. grandbaby. Um, dog saves man from sex conviction in Oregon. This Discovery awesome. of a black lab named Lucy led to the unraveling of a case against a man who had begun serving his fifty-year sentence. Mm -hmm. Joshua Horner, a plumber, was convicted of sexual abuse of a minor in April of 2017. 
In a tri in the trial, the complainant testified that Horner threatened to shoot her animals if she went to the authorities. So the case was kind of he was convicted mostly off of this, not only off of this. It was, no, but it it hit her testimony all, weighed hugely we'll on put this, this case. Way. There was obviously as a case, there's all these evidences that come through in different things, but their entire prosecution rested on how he threatened to kill the dogs if she went to authorities and how and didn't he didn't also him. say he did shoot the dog in front of me. Yes. Right. Because she said she went to go run once. Exactly. Yes. And so he shot that's my dog Lucy is in the front fact of me. That he had said that he would harm the dogs, and then not only that, that he shot her one dog in front right. of him. And so this is what the whole prosecution hinged on. The whole time this gentleman has professed his innocence. He's never confessed. He's never signed any confession. No. He has this entire time professed his innocence. And amazingly, his wife has also been a strong supporter in this right. entire time, which I know has to be so hard. I oh, mean, even I if you even, even if you fully imagine. believe your husband and you know your husband for this do it particular and you love him, crime, exactly, that's such a stressful time. I can, wow. But after a verdict, which by the way, the verdict wasn't a unanimous verdict. No, it was actually it took the jury a long time and right. ended up being not unanimous at all, but. Just swayed in mm -hmm. the, um, and they feel that that lady's guilty. testimony is what swayed a lot of them. That's yeah. why I said like this whole prosecution turned around how, and obviously they have not released her name because of the nature of the case, uh, but it all relied on her talking about her animals. Like that's where the whole prosecution, you know, right. went around. And he reached out to the Oregon Innocence Project, which, as y'all may know, there's couple different Innocence Projects. I think it actually started out with the California Innocence Project. I think it was the first one. I think it was And now as well. several states have adapted these. And they're actually, they, they do a lot of great things. It's usually retired lawyers and they take in students mm -hmm. that need to do, um, what is that called? Um, like an intern. Intern, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, but like lawyer students that need to do internships will a lot of times intern at these. And then some of them actually end up staying because they get so passionate about right. Innocence Projects. Well, insisting that he didn't shoot the dog, and obviously, like you said earlier, he's insisted this entire time that he not only didn't harm the dog, but he didn't do any of these crimes. No. By insisting that he didn't shoot it, though, that meant the complainant lied under oath, which right. now brings that whole trial to start having a thread that's kind of untangling a little bit. So they followed uh, many trails searching for this dog because they mm -hmm. knew that that would be the key. If they could find the dog, they could find the lie, they could... Right. Take this thread and really pull on it. Not even knowing if the dog was alive or not. And I mean, when I say that they really searched, they went as far as Seattle because they had a lead up right. there. And it, they well, they finally found that this dog was just northwest of Portland. Hey, Lucy. And they contacted the owners because they're like, well, these, this dog has been given away. Mm -hmm. They contacted the owners and the owners agreed to meet at a local golf course that was near them. Right. And they walked up and they found the dog wagging its tail, drinking a bowl of water. They got to pet and play with the dog. Mm -hmm. Perfectly healthy. No harm to it. Nope. Nothing. No injuries of any kind. Now, Lucy was identified by an undisputed chain of evidence and a unique look as she is a purebred. Purebreed. Right. She's actually mixed with something that they're not really sure, but she has kind of like longer ears, a little stubbier in some areas. So just a very unique looking dog. So they're able to identify that it was definitely... 
the one that she talked about and she brought pictures of and, you mm-hmm. know, all this. So Horner and his wife, Kelly, walked out of court holding hands after the overturning of this conviction, ready to pick up the pieces. And the Oregon Innocence Project said, uh, or one of the spokesmen for it, he's a retired lawyer of like 33 years that kind of runs it. And he said that, I don't, I can't guarantee that he didn't do anything wrong in this case. He's like, but I can guarantee that it kind of, you know, talking about how he harmed the dog and all was a complete lie. And that really makes you kind of retrace a lot of this. Oh, yeah. It, it, can you believe anything she says if she so readily lied about killing her dog? And here's what really makes me start questioning And they have even no, more. like, DNA evidence or anything like that. No, here's what starts making me question even more, is the complainant failed to attend a meeting to discuss her testimonies. Right. And then certain reporters actually, uh, I don't know if they were with the Innocence Project or if there was someone else, went to her house. Mm-hmm. She saw them and literally ran on foot away. So that really starts making you question. Yes. Even more so than the lie to begin and with. And she is now an adult. So I believe that she should have to pay retribution for dragging this guy through hell. She should have to pay something to his family for this. Because all the money he's out with all the lawyers and everything, he was starting his 50 years in prison. And you know how many family members and friends and all have turned their back on him because of this crime? He was accused of sex with a minor. Yes, sexual abuse. Sexual abuse of a minor. So this is a heavy, heavy crime. I think she should have to pay retribution. I honestly do. No, I think there should be some kind of punishment to falsely accuse someone of something so wrong. So, and just so blatant about it. Like, the guy was sentenced to 50 years. Doesn't that make you feel guilty at all? That I, I I couldn't sleep with something like that. No. And not only there that what something cool came out of this in a way. Since its launch in 2014, the Oregon Innocence Project, mm-hmm. this is actually their first exoneration, where he where the person was completely exonerated. They found all the evidence, so it was kind of a victory for the Oregon Innocence Project. Not only in just Horner's case. But in their project as a whole, this right. is a real huge victory as their first exoneration. And he said the the lead of the Oregon Innocence Project was stating about how this situation is so unique, Josh Warner's situation, that this should be a role model of what you should be like right. of the way Warner handled this, which I thought is a strong compliment to him as he's oh, trying gosh, to take yes. a piece of his life with his wife, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Just a very interesting awesome, story, awesome story and definitely a lot of opinions that could get swayed on what should happen oh, sure. next because that is just so, like you said, so horrific that it, it, it's this horrible. poor guy was dragged through hell. And if he was convicted in April 2017, you know that this started at least in 2016. Right. And he was in such prison a big thing. It wasn't for a quick... sexual abuse of a minor. Do you know what they're going to do to him in prison? Mm-hmm. And he is innocent of all of this. Yes. That's just horrific on the grandest of levels. That's horrific. And this lady should pay. Yes, I would agree. There has to be something. Something has to be done. Something. She should not just be able to get away with this. That is ridiculous. That was Lucy the Labrador lawyer. Yes. I loved it. Why can't I say that right? 
because I even tried again at the end and it still failed. Because you need medication. <laughs> All right. That means last clip time. My last clip is blanket time. In Oregon. That was so. The way you said that. <laughs> blanket time. <laughs> Beach blanket. Bingo. Okay. <clears throat> in Oregon, some partygoers will venture to double the Guinness World Record for the largest blanket fort. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, that's cool. Isn't that cool as shit? I think that. that's cool. I want to yeah. go to blanket. I don't give a fuck that I'm 24. I want to go to blanket fort. <laughs> November 3rd is when the event will happen. And the record right now stands at 3,000. 303 square foot. Wow. <laughs> That's astounding to me. That is one hell of a blanket fort. That's a house. Yes. I, it's this house. It's this house. In a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool as shiznick. I don't care what you say. This group also plans to donate all the blankets that they use. Afterwards, to all the local homeless shelters. Oh, that's awesome. Now, so it's see, like that, a win-win. That made a great ending to this. Yes. Even, that was just a cool story, but now that just made it even better. And I agree. wanted to have even more. Just oh, a happy, cool. happy story. I, I want like to be able that. to blank. I want to walk through their blanket. Yes. Thing. Do they have pictures of the last one, I wonder? I don't know. I have to look that up. That would be interesting. I want to see pictures of it. When do you say this one was supposed to happen? November 13th. November 13th. I know you know there's going to be pictures of this next one. Oh, yes. I, it's awesome. I just don't even know how you build, I hope they do it. Just I don't know how you build a blanket fort that big. Like, I, don't I know have how you, no idea. Because every blanket fort I made was with two chairs and a blanket. And yeah, and like some chair cushions that we used yeah, to take off the couch and night. stuff. Yeah. That's the only way I know how to build one. <laughs> <laughs> My last clip of the day is no bull. A bull escaped the Utah vet. <laughs> It's going to be hard for me to read because I was laughing as I read it the first time. I was laughing as I wrote my notes for it. <laughs> the bull escaped the Utah vet to evade circumcision. <laughs> Wouldn't you? We are talking 13. <laughs> the vet said, yeah, I know. Oh, this fits perfectly into the bar mitzvah episode. You are, oh my goodness. that just It's not a bar mitzvah. It's a bull mitzvah. <laughs> da da da. Okay. Oh, why did I not name it that? <laughs> I don't know. Why the hell did I not name this the Bull Mitzvah? You should have named this story it's Bull Mitzvah. episode 13, Bull Mitzvah. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Genius. He don't want to be Jewish. <laughs> the vet said he must have known because why else would he have jumped the six-foot fence? <laughs> Which, by the way, the vet in this scenario is fucking hilarious. He should be a comedian. The amount of statements that he has had that are all humorous like this, that of, oh, he must have known he was getting circumcised because why else would he jump the six-foot fence? Um, he also stated, and I'll bring up another statement of his later, but they caught up to him at Walmart, which is when the vet also stated, only in Troel or whatever the hell spot they were in Utah and Walmart when this happened. The things you thought... He probably thought he could blend in at Walmart. And I mean, he probably... Probably could. Some of them people look like a bull in a china exactly, shop. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He probably thought, <laughs> I will blend in. I'll go to Walmart. But they caught up to him at Walmart. They did tranquilize him. And it unfortunately didn't help him 
in any sense because his ball still did get snipped. No one got injured and nothing got damaged. Chop, chop, chop. Just an amazing amount of great <laughs> videos and stories that people now get to share. I swear to you, I saw a bull at the Walmart. No, you didn't, Martha. I'm telling you, I did. And this was supposed to be just a, a routine 45-minute procedure. Like, where this that is, he deals with this all the time. Different people bringing in their bulls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their, uh, their cattle. Mm -hmm. This is what he does. This is the kind of that he is. So he's like, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be a simple 45-minute procedure. And then he jumped the fence. And he went in. They had, obviously, the opening for cars and all to come through. And he just took off. He was like, I am out of here. Ain't nobody coming near those goodies with a knife. He was sitting there. Some bull next to him was like, dude, guess they did to me. <laughs> he was like, oh, hell nah. Make a run. Make a run for it. We about to blow this box for stand. <laughs> that was an awesome story. I love it. Yes, that is a huge fan of it. He still Horrible. got his comeuppance in the end, though. Yeah, like <laughs> I said. You think did. after all that, they would have just been all to hell with it. Keep your nuts. Go on. Yeah, you need to have balls. <laughs> which, by the way, who are we to decide? Yes. Which bull gets to keep and which bull keep doesn't? Balls? As a male, I attest to this theory. <laughs> I want to be able to keep my nuts. <laughs> but it's bar mitzvah time. <laughs> bull mitzvah. <laughs> Oh, awesome my. stories this time. Awesome. Yes, that was... I, I had a lot of fun there. That was... Even with all the rabbit trails at the beginning, I feel... Yeah. A couple of them. A couple of them in the beginning, in the middle, <laughs> the end. The I world. couldn't speak with shit. <laughs> oh, this is one hell of an episode. We are finally in the teens of episodes yeah. released. This is 13. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've yeah. been doing this... Yeah. We're about months. to get pimples. Did you really just cheer <laughs> that we're about to get pimples? Oh my gosh. I can't believe we've been doing this for three months. I can't believe y'all, we still have people that listen to us <laughs> faithfully every week for three months. People that have nothing better to do with their life but then look forward to the next episode and don't listen to Our it. Our podcast got us training brawl today. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I think that happened last week when we were going through puberty as a podcast there. Yeah, you see? It all came around. Yeah. Uh, as always, please go like us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, mm -hmm. Go ahead and email us. Please comment back. Talk with us. Even if it's a story of your own. Like, just... I, I, I love getting to speak with y'all and getting to know everyone more personally on this fan base. And it's it's been a lot of fun so far. And I'm looking forward to doing... So many more yeah. to when we're on episode one thirteen, and we get to laugh about certain mm -hmm. things in episode thirteen. It's just I'm I'm excited for the future. Mazel tov, y'all! Yeah, <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> oh, please, like this bull, control the animal population, <laughs> and get your pets spayed and neutered, and some of your relatives. Well, maybe a lot of them. Mazel tov.